Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success crowd. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we have Roots with us. Uh, he's coming to us from Atlanta. A uh, big time DJ, been DJing for uh, several years. Uh, you know, off air, we talked about the year count. <laughs> with this right. big time man uh, producing and, uh, you know, involved, involved with some. You know, one of the classic groups, one of my favorite groups of, of all times. But uh, super glad to have him on this Success Chronicle episode. And Absolutely. forward to it. So first off, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Chronicles. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I look forward to speaking to you and I enjoy, you know, doing interviews that are a little more in-depth than the, the typical ones you see. Or you also see interviews with the same people over and over. So I, I appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Well, good deal, man. Well, talk to us about your life. You know, I know uh, you, we talked off air, you know, about, you know, you know, your parents and, you know, where you're from. But if you don't mind sharing that with with. Uh, sure. sure. So um, my parents are from originally from Trinidad. Um, uh, shortly after I was conceived, my dad got transferred to work uh, in the oil fields in Canada. So I'm actually born in Canada, Fort St. John, British Columbia, which is a small town um, on the Alaskan highway, the highway that goes from Canada to Alaska. Okay. Um, I was supposedly I was the the first black born baby at the hospital. So when I was born, everybody came, you know, the few people that were at the hospital came to see this black baby, you know, that kind of <laughs> crazy. So, you know, I born, born there. And then my dad kept getting transferred every couple of years. So including my own travels, um, including Canada and the States, I've lived in a total of nine different countries. Oh, wow. So you, you've got some pretty cool experience and, and been blessed to be around all different types of people. Absolutely, um, definitely more different types of people from uh, race, color, creed, and culture, and yeah. just particularly in different countries. And you know, as a as a young sponge, as I like to call myself, going to different places and soaking up languages and soaking up culture and food and music. Um, it's definitely a very unique um, way to grow up. Um, obviously, has its good its good and its bad things, but overall, it was a great experience. I think that's that's one cool thing that. Uh, and if you're open to learning, like you said, to be a sponge, mm-hmm. you can learn so much. Sure. You know, from from like you said, different cultures and different mm-hmm. people and of all walks of life. And I think that's, you know, like we talked about off air, I think that's been one of the blessings with the Success Chronicles. 
mm-hmm. and just talking to people from all different walks of life and Absolutely. hearing their stories and you know just learning from 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 everybody Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. it's amazing it's amazing and you know honestly like outlets like this are they're important because you know when i was coming up we didn't have a place to express ourselves or a place to look for mentorship um or people that had been where i, I possibly was going kind of mm-hmm. had to kind of feel your way through it so i think you know platforms like this do give opportunity for those who are viewing it to learn from it and also help them carve out you know their path and the road that they're going to take to to reach their success no doubt no doubt about it well talk to us about your career if you don't mind kind of tracking uh your career for us kind of started and sure so you know i'm graduated from college uh in 93 i actually um graduated with a double major in international business in spanish and a minor in portuguese but my heart was always in music you know from djing in college um i got accepted to the jet program which is the japan exchange teaching program and so in 94 i left the states to go live in japan for three years and teach english yeah i taught english for three years in a high school there but also on the weekends, I maintained, you know, building my career as a, D, a club DJ. And I did that. Um, in 97, I moved um, to Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, about a year after I moved, I ended up meeting a uh, fight from a tribe called Quest in a chance, um, you know, session at a studio. And I knew all along he was from Trinidad. I knew we had similarities in our background and our parentage. Our parentage. So, you know, we kind of just kind of hit it off. And literally from that point of meeting him, six months later, he called me to do a show with him at University of Maryland College Park. I did the show and it was kind of history from then. We just became really good friends and then moved into a working relationship and then later on managing him, producing him, um, and also being a co-manager of his group. So it's been a very, int- I call it like a hip hop fairy tale because I'm a huge Tribe fan, like yeah, huge Tribe fan. So to, to go from that to you know, him being my best, literally my best friend is, is like a fairy tale to me. Yeah, that's really cool. So, so literally, you've been on an award tour. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly what it is. What, what, what you can definitely equate it to is that, like, you yeah. know, like you go through life, and I remember reading the Source magazines with them, and you know, the videos and the bugging out video, the we got the jazz video, and 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 you remember the times in your life when you 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 see the videos and you you read what they write about. Them and that's all you know about them. You don't know anything yeah. their workings. You don't know anything personal. So to actually meet him and then meet the group as a fan, it was very impactful because I'm like, these guys don't know the impact they had on people's lives and their music. You know, I'll yeah. tell them. Fife was always like, "Oh, really? That's cool." Or people would tell me like, "Us up." He was so humble. It was like it was nothing to him. But those are the special ones because it's you're not doing it on purpose to impact people. It's actually just being done out of the nature of your heart. You know. You know, like man, as you were saying that. Like I was literally putting myself like into, and I can remember like, you know, being in high school, you know, riding around with my friends, like I left my wallet in El Segundo. I mean, you know, like, like, like to, to this day, like we send like verse, we text verses to each other of verses, you know, like. That's so dope. And, and that, you know, that's the, that's the power of music is it, it's a language. You know what I mean? Like you were communicating with your buddies yeah. with the language of their lyrics and, certain punchlines they said you could use it in regular conversation and you would you know what i mean yeah. and you would do it and it was funny because you made sense of something that you know what i mean was just a lyric yeah, but you applied yeah. it to your everyday life and you know i'm just thinking about it now but that's an important part of music is it moves you you know what i mean it moves you and it it, it brings people together it ties people i think together forever you know no doubt about it no doubt yeah. about it and it just 
you know, and not just, you know, tribe, but just anything. I mean, you think about, you know, we could mention, we could drop anything like, oh, you, you, you automatically remember, okay, where you were when you first heard that or Absolutely. experiences or some things that you went through and mm-hmm. maybe that, those songs helped you get through that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's a great, a great power that, you know, I think, um, People, people have forgotten what the, how powerful it is. You know, they feel like it's just something for people to party to now and, you know, like dance and have fun and act crazy. But it's some powerful me- messaging in there. And it's a, it's a way to communicate. People ask, like, what's, the, what's a way to change the future and help things get better? I'm, it's the power of music. And we don't use it. You know, we don't use it. Like the we, are, the we Are the World when we were growing up had a huge impact. Just even you singing the lyrics and going about your day, you might have changed the way you were that day because of the song you know what i mean and toned you down and maybe made you more even and more caring and compassionate and um um you know compassionate for people and music now doesn't have that soul in it where the human element's taken out of it you know what i mean so that's my own little stand on my my soapbox plea and plight but you know i thank god music is timeless so a, a tribe called quest can affect a 14 year old today if their parent you know puts them up puts them up on it and I think that's the beautiful thing about it. It's timeless. Man, you know, uh, and we're going to go on with the interview, but I, I just got to keep, like, the, like it's so, like, I'm such a music person. Sure. And the same thing, again, just like you said, I just, man, like a month ago, uh, like a month ago, just like you said, you know, a, a person, a 14-year-old person can get, you know, educated on music. Like, my son is 11. Mm-hmm. And that we share the same passion as far as loving music. He probably got that from me, <laughs> you know. And right. I, just like a month ago, shared the beach and like bugging out, like he heard that, like that. He was on something. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. it's like this, you know. And so we listened to it and we compared awesome. it, you know. Mm-hmm. And just, just like you said, I mean, it, it helps, you know, build relationships. It's timeless. Helps build bonds, <laughs> and, you know. But I just, I just wanted to share that about the music. Yep. Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's, and it ties the generations together. Like, even with, like, tri- as, as an example, Tribe and the vans that we put out, like, not too long ago, parents buying those for their toddlers and their kids and, you know, their brothers and sisters. It, it brings you back to where people are going to be like, well, if they're interested, what, what was it about this that my dad liked? And they dig into it and they listen to the music. And they may not love it, but at least they appreciate, you know, the message in there and that, that you know, where it comes from. And I think that's the great part about it is, legacy and creating your legacy and keeping doing things to keep your legacy alive you know and i think that's an important component no doubt what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of i think um honestly i think um the the biggest things to me honestly is is would be one would be being able to decide i wanted to go to japan and figure out a way to get it done you know what i mean like i knew it was going to be expensive to live there i knew it was going to be expensive to to get there, I was like, well, what's available? So I took a Japanese course my senior year, um, was it your senior year, and the, the, the assistant uh, teacher had like a, a pamphlet about this program. So I didn't had, had no clue about it, but I found out, I applied, I drove, because I'm Canadian, I had to drive from, I had to get to Canada for my interview. Um, so I had to drive through a storm to get to Canada, rent a car, speeding ticket. Um, they towed the car when I got to the interview and it was such a struggle wow. to like get to the point when I left the interview, I was like, I got to get, I have to get this. There's no way I'm not getting this. And I got it. You know what I mean? And so that was a huge accomplish, com- accomplishment for me. Um, I think also 
staying true to like my musical, like my likes and dislikes of music and, and holding, holding fast to what I believe in my conviction about music, mm -hmm. about DJ culture of DJing, making sure that I'm adding onto the culture always and not taking away that I'm educating people with tech, technical abilities as well as how to rock a party. And yeah. that's a lot, it's a lot the form art form that's being lost. And I don't want to be the purveyor of that loss, you know? So for me, it's like when I spin and I mix, it's with intent to show people, yeah, you can press buttons and buy a controller and be a DJ, but you can also do this, you know? Man, that's Here, deep. Shaking your head, that's crazy. I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> hey, man, like, I'm just, I'm trying to soak it up, man. I'm, I'm feeling it, like, like. That's dope, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very, it's like, I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I was like, it's very serious to me. I don't play around with my DJ stuff. Like, not so much showing out or showing off. It's more so like how I feel about, the art form and how pure it is right, and the opportunities, the opportunities has given me to meet great people, to travel the world and to really just be happy doing a job that ends up not being a job because I love it. You know, you love it. And that, yeah. like what you just explained is everything that I'm all about. Yep. You know, uh, as far as what I do with my job is teaching and coaching. Mm -hmm. know, I, I love it. It's not a job. And, and if you love it, they always say if you love what you're, you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life, you know, so. No doubt, no doubt. And then and then also, you know, being a craftsman uh, mm -hmm. at what you do, you know, when you when you take pride in what you do and how you yeah. do it, mm -hmm. I think the people around you see that and, and, it, and it makes a big impact on, on the people around you because Absolutely. they know that, hey, like, it's no joke. Like, you know, like, it's for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, like, it's serious. And then, like, when you when you give them some stuff, like, oh, no, I'm going to hit you with it. You know, like, uh, Absolutely. like I'm, not just, I'm not just throwing it out there. No, I'm about nah. to hit you hard, you know. Yeah, I, 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 when I play, no matter if it's 10 people or 300 or whatever, I play like I'm going for your throat. Like, you, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, exactly. I don't I don't play around with that. And I think that's that's an important part because – I feel like whatever you do, just do it to your best ability all the time because you never know who's looking. You never know who's out there criticizing or critiquing. And you just, I always feel like the best DJ in the world is out there looking at me. And what am I going to do to show him how I've honed my craft? That's it. Yeah. That's it. I love it, man. Yeah. What's your definition of success? Um, my definition of success would be and is um, coming up with a plan seeing the plan through but in while you're seeing the plan through you already have contingencies in place should things go a different direction to be able to adjust quickly and adapt to whatever situation continue your progressive path to your end goal and reaching that goal whatever it is just keep pushing keep pushing it absolutely there you go what do you think it takes to achieve success i think it takes um hard work diligence a good support system um, discipline, motivation, um, a lot of sleep. Because if you're not rested, you're not going to make good decisions. I notice the more I sleep, the better I work. Yeah. I'm not working aggravated. Um, I think it's it's like keeping your eye on the prize, maybe lowering your expectation or not having any expectation. Whatever outcome happens is what it's going to be. But as long as you've tried your best and put your best foot forward, every day you wake up and you work towards that goal, I think – that in itself is the success. You know, you can you can fail at your go end goal, but the process of what you did to get there might be immaculate. And that in itself, that in itself can be success and can be applied to other disciplines. Good stuff. 
And, yeah. and that can be applied to anything in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You it know, can be relationships. It could be friendships. It can be, yes. you know, navigating your health. It could be anything. Be diligent with it for sure. All right. So uh, one last, one last deal off the, off the script here. Sure. Uh, you know, if there is someone that is, you know, young and, or anybody that's interested in, in taking the path, you know, kind of doing some of the things like you do. Mm -hmm. you know, what's some things that you would suggest that they could do to be a, you know, a producer or a DJ or you know, involved in the culture, musical, you know, sure. culture like you are? Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, the first thing is to kind of assess if you're in an environment, if whether it's in a city or whatever, a venue or a school, assess who are the players, who are the key players in that environment? Mm. Who are the people that can um, help you if you were to align with them? Who are the people that are willing to help you to align with them, you know, to teach you mentorship, um, guide you if you're about to buy gear, to tell you don't buy that gear, buy this one, or keep using the gear you have. It works fine. You know, I always say a workman always blames his tools. So whatever you have, if I have a piece of wood in my knuckles, I'm going to make a beat. You know what I mean? Like, and it's going to be the hardest beat because I'm using what I have. You don't need the flyest, latest, you know, samplers and sequencers. You really don't. You can make do with what you have because, you know, it's, it's just sound and it's coming out of your mind. You know, the machine is interpreting it, but it's coming out of your mind what you want to hear. So as long as you have, you know, what you think is decent, don't chase, don't chase the gear part of it because you'll blow all your money and you'll never be happy because you're still going to make the same beat you would make with the other gear. You know what I mean? I think that's an important part. Some people just chase gear. I got this new piece of equipment. Six months later, somebody else drops. Oh, crap, I got to get that now. And then they right. keep going, going, and they're not spending their time learning that one machine. You know, Most of the su most successful producers for years have used the same piece of gear. Why? Because they know it inside and out. You know, They may later on delve into other gear when it gets newer and sounds, but I guarantee you they're always going back to that old machine, or they're, they're always going to utilize the workflow from the old machine and apply it to the new machine. You know what I mean? So yeah. the techniques are there. It's just there. It's within you. It's not what you're using. It's how you use what you have. Mm. And that, that's just like production wise. That's, I think know, it's, yeah. I Whatever. think it's everything. Like yeah. I think if you, if you have your car, if you have a car and the car works fine, and you know you want the flyer car because you feel like you're moving up or whatever, but the car works fine. I say ride the car till the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? And no matter what you do, that doesn't define your wealth. You know what I mean? You know, a car is a depreciating asset. As soon as you leave the lot, don't chase that. You know what I mean? Just be comfortable within yourself and know that that stuff will come. Money comes and goes. Um, but honing your craft and building your intellectual property is what's going to give you real wealth because that's something that you can you can lease later, sell it, and that's the wealth. But if you don't have that to start with or you don't have anything that people want, there's nothing to sell. Man, lots of deep stuff right here. Lots of deep stuff. Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the sure. Chronicles. Truly appreciate it. For sure. For and, sure. Uh, Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. And thank you guys for watching this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. God bless. Go get it.